Welcome to TJH, your go-to podcast for all things journeying home to yourself. I'm your host, Hayley Curtis, Gene Keys and Women's Transformation Guide, here to encourage and usher you into remembering who you are by peeling back the veil on all things shadow work, self-love, self-worth, relationships, gene keys, breakthrough, awakening, and so much more. One thing I know to be true about you is that you are utterly magnificent. And here at the Journey Home Podcast, I will be walking hand in hand with you as you discover and remember your magic. Let the voyage begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Journey Home Podcast. Today, we have a weekly ponder episode. The weekly ponder is where I pose you a very potent question that you can sit with for the week that is in alignment with the gene key pulse. The gene key pulse changes every six days with whatever gene key is moving through our sun at the moment. And this week it is gene key 26. Gene key 26 is the shadow of pride, the gift of artfulness and the city of invisibility. It is Mm, it is such a delicious gene key and I have worked with this gene key quite a bit this year with clients. Uh, I had one client in particular who we did heaps of work on this 26. It was not only her life's work gene key, but also her core wound vocation gene key as well. And the more I have peeled back this gene key, just the more magic it has revealed to me. And it's really helped me to see a lot of our world in a different way but also I've loved working with this gene key so much because it's been something that I naturally journeyed through on my own years before I ever even came to the gene key so as I started really diving into this key and working with clients around this key I could see whoa I was doing a lot of work on this shadow of pride years and years ago without realizing that that's what I was really working on. And this is one of those shadows that can affect so many of us across the board. And I just want to say right at the beginning, pride, the way in which we think of pride uh, in this world may not be quite the definition that the Gene Keys has. The word pride comes with a lot of like, ugh, it comes with, um, we can be offended to think like, no, I'm, I'm not a prideful person. And when we think of pride, we can think of just being really egotistical. We can think of just being like, look at me, look at me. But yes, that is included within this gene key, but there is so much more to it as well. And it happens on much more subtle levels and it can happen on these very fear-based levels as well. So I'm very excited to unpack this, to unpack this with you today. And of course, as always, this is just yes it's a conversation about the gene key but this is a conversation about life you do not have to go and dig into this gene key to get something from today's weekly ponder question so my question that I'm posing to you today is where are you believing that you need to compete in order to survive where are you believing that you need to compete in order to survive this idea of competition has a lot to do with this Gene Key 26. 
there is this animalistic part of our DNA that still has this belief that we need to compete in order to survive. It's connected to that survival of the fittest instinct that still lays within us. However, we have come to a point in our human evolution where we no longer have to compete to survive. But we are only just starting to wake up to this. And so as you start to sit with this question and start to examine your life and different facets of your life, you may find that you're still in this survival mode instinct of needing to compete to survive because survival mode comes in many different forms and we see survival mode mentioned across many of the different gene keys this being one of those places and so let's look at this through a few different lenses in our lives in in how this can show up trying to thinking that we need to compete in order to survive business is definitely an area this comes up in business and work and career this this underlying belief, this fear, this thought, this pattern that can make us believe in order for me to be successful, it needs to mean that somebody else is not. In order for my business to thrive, this other business that is similar to mine needs to fail. Or in order for me to really reach my highest good at work, I need to be better than everybody else. I need to outbeat this person or outbeat this business in order for my career to survive, in order for my business to survive. So we can see this competing to survive. It's Yes, it stems from actually our survival, like all fears at the absolute bottom of the well of all fears is the fear of death. But we can project this into different things. So fearing that our career will die or fearing that our business will die and how that then shows up in this need to compete with others. And this is definitely something that I've had to go through in my business and something that I noticed coming up at the beginning of building my business where it's almost this natural thing for us humans to go into where we suddenly go into this competition mindset and thinking that we need to beat out everyone and need to go it alone. This is another hallmark of Janky 26, this idea that we need to go it alone. And of course, if we think we need to go it alone, well, then we have to be in competition with everyone instead of being in collaboration with people. Competition and collaboration are two completely different energies, right? And we're really coming into a season in the business world where collaboration is becoming the new normal, where competition is starting to fall away and collaboration is rising to its rightful place that sits there as bringing everybody together. Because in actual fact, when we collaborate with each other, we thrive, not when we compete with each other right? Competition is not going to lead to to the ultimate state of thriving that we really need to be seeking out as business owners in terms of creating a world that is holistic in nature in terms of creating a world that thrives because of business instead of is dying because of business. We see this. So many of the big businesses in the world that compete to survive They go so far in their competing to survive that they end up killing everything around it, including the planet. 
And so we can look at this in terms of business. We can look at it on really small scales like my business, which is this tiny little business and it's just me and my my little community. And we can look at it also on this huge scale of massive big business and seeing that competition. Then if, if you're not a business owner, let's look at it through career. Um, so when we are... Let's use, for example, well, I'll use my own life, for example, because it's where I can actually have something to say because it's an experience I've had. I was a teacher before I owned a business. And as a teacher, I didn't own that school. I was showing up as an employee, as an employee and I was in this career path of teaching. And in that career path, the idea that I had to compete to survive also showed up there. And I'm sure that for a lot of us, you'll notice it might just be subtle, this thought that we have to compete to survive, this thought that I need to be in competition with all of the other teachers so that I'm the best, so that I can keep moving up the ladder, so that I can keep being successful. And this is where we start to compare ourselves like crazy, like crazy. And what this competition leads to in the workplace, but everywhere, but let's look at it through the workplace, is this idea of hierarchy. Hierarchy is very much born out of this Gene Key 26. Also, it's programming partner, which is Gene Key 45, which is the shadow of dominance and the, the gift of synergy. This is also a Gene Key um, that creates hierarchy. And so, of course, if we're believing we need to compete, we're seeing the workplace through a ladder system we're seeing a ladder that is sitting vertically I'm at this point of on the ladder this person's at this point on the ladder the boss is at the top how can I climb that ladder right we we all know this saying like climbing the corporate ladder this just means hierarchy we're looking at our workplaces through the lens of hierarchy and when we do that we believe we have to compete to survive. When we do that, we set ourselves up for a whole heap of toxic thought patterns and toxic behaviors while we're subscribing to this hierarchy. So let me just explain this a little bit deeper because you'll notice I'm saying subscribe to the hierarchy because the hierarchy is there. It does exist, right? We do have bosses and then we might have managers let's let's go back to my teaching example you've got the principal you've got deputy principals you have heads of department then you have lead teachers then you have teachers and you have education assistants and then you have student teachers you have student education assistants and then you have the students and then you have the students in in year levels you've got the pre-primaries year ones twos threes fours we can see we can look at that there is a hierarchy there right and we can subscribe to that hierarchy and have one experience or we can choose to unsubscribe from that hierarchy. We can choose to unsubscribe from seeing our workplace as this ladder and you will have a completely different experience. Because while we're subscribing to the hierarchy and believing that we need to compete in order to survive, believing that we need to either climb the ladder, because for some of us it will come through as we feel like, okay, I need to get higher on the ladder. 
Or for some of us, we still subscribe to the hierarchy, but then we feel like we're really low on the ladder and that we don't mean anything and that our worth is really low and I've got no right to speak up. I've got no right to share my ideas. We can get really anxious around other people in the workplace that we believe are higher than us on the hierarchical ladder. And so then we start feeling anxious around certain people. Then we feel comfortable around other people, all depending on where we are deciding we think they sit on the hierarchy. I wonder if you can um, relate to this. So worth thinking about and then go to work tomorrow or maybe you're on your way to work right now and look through the lens of, okay, am I seeing all of this as a hierarchy? And it will just blow your mind. So we can subscribe to that and it can really set you up for a shit time sets you up for a shitload of comparison, sets you up for anxiety, it sets you up for um, manipulative behavior. This can happen when we subscribe to hierarchy because it either leads to egotistical behavior where we kind of get pompous and we're trying to make out that we are um, higher up on the ladder than we are or like we have to push other people down to get somewhere or more subconsciously through fear-based, this actually leads to manipulation where we're sort of like manipulating the ladder so that we can move and be where we want to be. Really interesting stuff. And when you stop subscribing to this hierarchy, now when I say stop subscribing, I don't mean get rid of the hierarchy because it's not going to go away just because you decide to unsubscribe from it. I mean just deciding, okay, I'm not going to play this game anymore. I'm not going to play this game of hierarchies anymore and then see how your experience changes. I did this, oh, how many years ago? Back in maybe like 2015, I think I did this. So that's eight years ago where I was starting to notice through doing my inner work, I was noticing how anxious I was feeling at work and I was noticing like wanting to be better and furthering myself and comparing myself to other teachers and then not feeling comfortable to talk to the principal and feeling comfortable to talk to this person but not this person as I started looking at it I was like oh my gosh this is hierarchy at play and I'm full-on subscribing to it and so I asked myself okay Haley, what would happen if you just started going to work and instead of seeing everybody on this ladder of people that are above you and people that are below you and placing yourself somewhere on that ladder What if you just saw everybody as people? What if you just saw everybody as humans who are walking their own path, who are facing their own sufferings, who are facing their own problems, who are all on a level playing field of just being humans? What might happen then? And I started showing up to work with this sort of like in an experiment. I like to run experiments in my own life where I'm pretending like I'm using a completely different set of lenses to look at life through. And it blew my mind as I started looking at it through this different lens. All of a sudden, I saw so clearly why I was feeling anxious around certain people. It was just the hierarchy I was subscribing to. I saw why I was feeling more comfortable around certain people. It was just the hierarchy I was subscribing to. And what ended up happening over the course of my career was I was able to completely change my ideas around 
being able to communicate and build relationships with people like the principal or the deputy principal or people that I never could have formed a meaningful relationship with in the past because of so much fear around it because of the hierarchy, my perceived hierarchy. And instead was able to just connect with people on a human level because I was no longer putting us, pitting us all against each other on this ladder. I just took everyone off the ladder, put us all in a circle where we were all equal, right? Because yes, in a workplace, people have different responsibilities. People play different roles in a workplace, but it means nothing about people's worthiness. This is what the shadow of pride will do. And this is what competing in order to survive does. It believes that your place on the hierarchical ladder is in direct correlation to your level of worthiness. And this is why we end up feeling like we have to compete to survive. This is why we end up squashing people down to get ahead because we are driven by needing to feel worthy. We have forgotten where our true worth lies. We have forgotten where our true purpose lies in that heart-to-heart connection and simply being who we are and just being so fulfilled in playing our part and playing our role no matter where it sits on this assumed hierarchical ladder. So that's something really interesting to look at. What is your relationship like to hierarchy? Because other than the workplace, we do this in other areas. We can do this in our families right? Family structures, they are starting to shift now. But when I was raised, it was a very hierarchical system. Dad sat at the top, mum came next, then big sister next, then me, then little sister, then the dogs, right? And the, you have to, you play your part and you have to ask this person for this and this person for that. And, and we're in this hierarchy, When we start subscribing to hierarchy in places like our homes, in places like our schools, in places like our workplace, you will subconsciously do this everywhere that you go. Where you might be sitting at a social function and subconsciously you are ranking everyone around you on the hierarchical ladder, seeing where you fit so that then you know how to behave based on where you sit on the ladder. Instead of simply being in community with people instead of simply showing up in your full worth knowing that everybody else has the same level of worth and then opening up to this beautiful opportunity for synergy for sharing heart-to-heart communication which is what the gift of pride is when pride goes into a gift frequency it turns into this artfulness, which is just heart marketing. It's where you can market your heart. Instead of trying to market your ego to get ahead, you're marketing your heart. You're sharing love with others. You're connecting with others. You're inspiring others. Instead of trying to manipulate and outsmart others so that you can get further along. So, yeah, really interesting one to peel back. Where are you believing that you need to compete in order to survive. Another area that I'd like to uh, bring up here is your romantic relationship. Within this shadow and within this idea of competing in order to survive, we can really get a lot of envy and jealousy can be born from this place. It's not the only place it's born from, but I definitely see a lot of it being born here where if you're seeing yourself as being on this hierarchical ladder, 
with other, let's, for example, talk about women. If we women are rating ourselves compared to other women on a ladder of worthiness, you're then going to subconsciously, unconsciously believe that you have to compete with women who are above you on your assumed hierarchical ladder in order to keep your man. You believe you have to compete with other women in order to survive in your relationship, right? Instead of really owning your worth, owning who you are and just owning the connection that you have together, which can really help to evaporate that jealousy and that that envy. We do this on social media where we make all of these assumptions about the people's lives that we're seeing through their highlight reels and then we are subconsciously, unconsciously creating a hierarchical ladder, putting ourselves in one point and then other people on another point. And then we're doing this unconscious comparing all of the time and it is all rooted in this Gene Key 26 energy. And so there's so every angle of your life you can look at where you believe you have to compete in order to survive in your finances, in your career, in your relationships, in your health, in, in all of it. You can look at it through any angle. But whatever came to mind first, I encourage you to look there first. And then definitely go and have a look at this whole idea of hierarchy and see where you are subscribing to it. Start in the workplace. Look there. Start going to work and see how much you're subscribing to this idea. And then just ask yourself, what might look different if I got off that train? And started showing up just with a whole, believing that everybody else are just humans. And how might that change my experience? How might that shift how anxious I feel at work? How might that shift um, how much I bring my voice? How much I connect? How much more creativity I might have? How much more inspiration I might have? When I just believe that I'm there to be in my genius instead of to be in competition or slotting into some kind of hierarchy. Other people in the workplace will still treat you through the lens of hierarchy because they might still be looking through the lens of hierarchy. But you don't have to become a victim of their lens. You get to operate in your own. You get to get off that train. And it's so freeing. It is so, so freeing. And you'll notice how much reciprocity, how much more reciprocity you create in your workplace relationships where I used to believe there's nothing I could possibly bring to my principal that's of any worth because they're above me. Like they can only help me. I can't do anything to help them. But when you unsubscribe from hierarchy, I believed I could bring just as much to them as they could bring to me. It's this reciprocity that is birthed from getting off of the hierarchical ladder, from getting off of this game of I have to compete in order to survive. You create spaciousness to just be in your genius You create spaciousness to create true abundance instead of trying to scramble your way to the top of something or manipulate your way to success. This is what happens when we believe we have to compete. And this actually came up yesterday. If you watched my Instagram stories over the weekend, I made this post and then today one of my Voxer clients, she replied to the post and she goes, this is Jinky 26 energy. And I was like, oh my gosh, how did I not even realize that, Megan? Because it's the pulse at, at the moment and so it, it pissed me off <laughs> because it's, it's moving through our sun at the moment. So I made this post about the fact that on Instagram, 
you get these accounts, often quite big accounts, um, often accounts that have their little blue tick, they will come through and they will just like your stories. And so they've come through, they've watched and they've liked your stories. But they don't follow you. They don't interact with with your content. They don't give a shit about you. They're not actually spending time to interact with the things that you're making. They're just going through to like your stuff in order to inauthentically try and connect with you so that then you come to their page and follow them so that they can be more successful. So we have these people using inauthentic methods in order to try and get ahead. That is competing to survive. That is believing that you need to manipulate and get people like in a slimy way it's got real slimy energy this kind of stuff I'm sure you've had this before when people slide into your dms being like oh my gosh I'm so glad to have found your profile it's like I love what you do or they'll send you an email I just love what you do I love what you stand for um like can we connect or come follow me or blah 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 blah. they don't mean shit about there's no honesty in that it's just all slimy, ugh, gross way of manipulating to try and create success. And it's just nasty. It's got such shadow frequency attached to it. And what happens, yes, you might build something by doing slimy marketing, but are you ever going to feel genuinely fulfilled by doing that? No, you're not. And this has a lot to do with, with this gene key. Right? When we believe that we have to do that kind of stuff, we lose our way and it doesn't feel good. You might make some money, but you're going to be in a lack mindset even no matter how much money you create because you believe that you have to slime and manipulate in order to be successful instead of dropping into your heart, seeing your true worth, which opens you up to truly connecting with people, marketing your heart to people and actually playing the role that you came here to play in this world instead of just sliming your way around in the world. Now, I'm not saying that if you are competing in order to survive in areas of your life that you are slimy and nasty. No way am I saying that. I'm just saying this is one particular way it shows up and it does have real slime energy. There is no shame in being in the shadow of pride. Just like there is no shame attached to being in any of the shadows, it is simply a starting point for transformation. It's fertile ground to step into more of who you truly came here to be. This is all about just generating more self-awareness, recognizing what lenses and perspectives we're looking at life through, and then shifting accordingly to come back into alignment with our heart, who we truly are. Because who you, who you truly are is not someone who needs to compete to survive. And that's not going to bring about the true happiness and fulfillment that you oh so desire. And it's definitely not going to bring out your greatest gifts either. There are so many gifts that lay within you that are waiting to come out. But we need to get off the hierarchical ladder. And we need to stop believing that we have to compete in order to survive. And so I'm going to leave it there for you today. If you would like to learn more about Gene Key 26, you can read about it in the Gene Keys book or you can download the audio from genekeys.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. If you are listening to this fresh off the press, Gene Key 26 may still be the weekly pulse so you can get it for free. But if it is not still the weekly pulse, it's only a couple of dollars anyway. 
you can come and join the conversation inside the Journey Home membership where you'll find a post about this episode. You can ask any of your questions about Gene Key 26 or share your thoughts on this. We'd love to hear from you about maybe how you are noticing the hierarchy playing out in your workplace or in your home life or in your schooling life or maybe you noticed it from your childhood. I would love to hear about that. Hierarchy is one of my favorite things to talk about. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to coach on as well because man, oh man, do I get to see some beautiful transformation and beautiful homecoming moments. So much homecoming available in unsubscribing from hierarchy. And so, oh, I'd love nothing more than to chat to you about it. But I will be back later in the week for another episode. Thank you for joining me for another weekly ponder. And I hope that this question unlocks some magic within you thank you so much for joining me today it is such an honor to bring my heart directly to your ears the tjh podcast is in her early days so if you could take a quick moment to leave a rating on spotify or write a review on apple podcasts i would be extremely grateful And if you enjoyed the episode, I encourage you to share it with a friend to help spread the Journey Home message far and wide across the globe. I deeply appreciate you and I will chat to you again very soon.